Welcome back to another episode of NBA at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. This is G Money. And we are here to talk some NBA action because it is Fantastic. <laughs> you remember that? That was that old oh, yeah. school, right? Well, some of y'all might not know about that. That's that old school right there. Yep. But hey, super uh super fired up, super excited about this week. Um, as we draw closer to the uh NBA trade trade deadline, because you know, teams sit over here and kind of fix themselves. They kind of find the little holes that they have within their um within their rosters. And so getting excited about that, getting excited to as we get to the midway point and get into all-star week. Okay. Because we know the action really picks up the intensity and the urgency of the situ of the season really picks up on the back half of the year. Um but other than that, though, we're just glad to be here with you. And so with that being said, before we even get started, I need y'all to do me a very quick favor. I need you to sit down and download, like for us, and subscribe our episodes. Because you know what? Every single week, there are a few new of you, uh, many new of you that are out here with us. And I need you to, again, subscribe, like, and download. And with that, what are you drinking on today, man? I am of, I'm on the Jeffersons. You on some Jeffersons? Moving the, on up. Oh, yeah, of the George family. To the east side. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're sitting over here. So, yes, you know, indeed. that's a new drink for you. What do you think about it? Uh, you know what? It's growing on me. Uh, I, I still love my scotch, but <laughs> I will say that. It's doing the do- it's doing the deal. I got my man on some bourbon whiskey blend. I know, I know. It sounds it's a little actually, bit different. It's a, it's different, and I, it actually sounds dangerous when you you talk about <laughs> oh we're gonna blend the bourbon and whiskey, but but it's actually they they do a quality product, so it, it's good. Good, good. And I'm drinking on some Claude Chandelier, some more French. Oh, look at you with your fanciness. I can't sit over here and deviate because y'all think I'd be wild and crazy and be tripping now. If you saw me on anything other than cognac, it would be a whole nother level of tripping and wild and crazy. <laughs> so I like to stay, which I, what you I want know to stay in keeps pocket. me calm. I want to stay in pocket. Talk about staying in pocket. Let's talk about somebody who didn't stay in pocket. And that's our man, um, Adrian Griffin, who unfortunately got let go. Being the number two seeded team in the, in the conference mm. just got let go last week. And, um, and you know, but they brought a, a name that we all know and love that we've all you know oh, grew up. The, so we used to watch him back in the day Doc, with the Celtics with, and the Atlanta Hawks and the, and the Atlanta Hawks. But I remember him from there. Yeah, I remember from from there. Actually, I think that's was he with the Celtics uh, as a, I, as a player. It was uh, only the Atlanta Hawks. Wasn't I, it? I, yeah, I don't. He he played for a couple of teams, but I I remember him. Yeah, I'm right, when we were with young. Dominique. Right, so so, so we got Doc back in the deal, and so you know, first I, I, I want to see what do you think about that high. Well, I would just say it was interesting how, let's say, Jubilee, Jubilee, they, they acted like they was just, you know, <laughs> they emancip- party. Yeah, like they was emancipated <laughs> from freedom. Like, oh, oh my gosh. So the, 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 the glee that came mm-hmm. off of the team lets you know, okay, we did not respect this dude at all. However, the reality is, is that they were arguably number two and number three. Not even arguably. Not arguably they were. No, they were. They, they all were and are number two and number three with the offense that he put in place and the defense that he put in place. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They, just like we've talked in episodes past, they are 
not the same formidable defense that they were, you know, even last year and certainly the year that they won the championship. So it's a weakness. And it, the players are still the players. So, you know, will Doc, Doc now coming in, will he be the person who essentially, like, Right give a, a, a rah-rah speech in, in the <laughs> halftime. They, they give them that, that resonation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably so. Right. Um, but I'm just kind of like. But also eh. experience. Because this was a first-time head coach. Yeah. You know, here's my challenge with it is that, you know, at the end of the day, this wasn't the team that he was actually given to start the season that he was hired to sit over here and coach. It was a little bit different, right? Yeah. Because, again, the Dane uh, trade hadn't been executed yet. So he was expecting uh, the previous regime, the previous crop of players. And when when you get hired and you start brainstorming, you sit over here and committing all this time into figuring out how to make this team work, and you put so much work into that 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 game plan, right? And then they 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 switch out players, and you think, oh, it's just switching out a player or two. It's not 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 that big of a deal. But the two players were so drastically different. Yeah. What was the guard that uh, Holiday? Holiday, right? So Drew Holiday's a grinder. He's sitting it, completely different from Dame. Dame yeah. is an offensive player. Drew Holiday was much more of a game manager, much yes. more of a grinder and defensive presence. And so <clears throat> when he created the defense for them, it was with Drew Holiday in mind. And now he tried to adapt that with with Dame and we saw a plummet in terms of their defensive efficiency. efficiency. Yeah. Look, just as you articulated, let's say Drew Holiday is probably in that 6'5", 6'6", kind of like height-wise. Bigger, longer. Bigger, Mm -hmm. longer, and and he's a dog. Mm -hmm. And he will basically be the head of the snake. He will be the point of attack. He will be the person, more often than not, that will guard the best guard for any opposition. Mm-hmm. And he's a problem. He will make things a problem. Mm-hmm. And that allowed for, uh, Gian- uh, for Giannis to, to roam mm-hmm. and, and virtually everybody else in their rotation mm-hmm. to roam efficiently. You have taken that away and what you've replaced it with is somebody who is an offensive nuclear weapon. Correct. So you're replacing Offense for defense, and it, and it makes sense. And you guys are currently, I think, they're number two in the West. Two, two, or in the no, East, two in the me. East, right. So it's not like that. They what weren't it is felling. It. They weren't felling. No, and it's not like that. They're they're that, that that's a bad thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're proving it. But this is about the playoffs. We all know this is about how they're going to deliver in the playoffs, and they do need to get their let's say their defensive uh, scheme together because they know that they're going to face the best of the best, the the top three, four in the East at some point. And when you're talking about a seven game series, they need to be efficient at that. So what they replaced their coach with was somebody who is a inspirational leader. I think that they've done doc a disservice because he says it himself is the hardest thing he's ever had to deal with. Look, he doesn't have his assistance. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put in his system or now he has to try and implement pieces mm-hmm. of his system because I don't think that he can throw out the baby with the bathwater now because they're in the middle of the season. Right, right. So he has to go with what he it is that they're doing. But an experienced coach can do that. 
Right. And I think that he will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, this is more about the voice in the room and then the superstars have to essentially listen to him. A la Phil Jackson to Kobe Shaq. So, so like, you perceive that as a good hire. It, it's a good hire. It's a, it's a, a Hollywood hire, if you will, because it was a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's proven he's won a championship. He's taken. Uh, he's been in, in high leverage moments often. So, okay, I get it, but, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a difference maker per se. It could. Well, how much difference can you make when you're the number two? I mean, you know, other than jumping to the number one, how much really big of a difference it can make? I don't think they made this move to make a difference now. I think, you know, you know, we'll see how smart it was, but, if it was on the smart side of decision making, then what they're looking at is into the future and into the playoffs. And yes. what can he do with into the playoffs? But Agreed. that's what's tricky about it. Because you know, Doc um has been as a perception around the league from players and from you know some pundits as well, is that um he can't close the deal in terms of the season. Yes. He got a championship out of out of uh, Boston with the big three with KG and Ray Allen, yeah, and, and Perkins, and Perkins, and, and, yeah, and, yeah, which was a, a phenomenal team. It actually, was the first super team that was put together, yes. right? Um, but he wasn't able to get it done with the Clippers. He wasn't able to get it done with Philly, and so um, there's a lot of criticism about Doc. I mean, they, they have some some former players that have come out that have um, not been the greatest fan of his. We've also Gilbert Arenas that sit over here and, and, and asserted, um, did the team actually look at his resume because he's not, a, you know, he doesn't get it done, you know, outside of that phenomenal um, team that he had in Boston. So there actually is some doubt uh, with doc. And, and many people thought that doc was, you know, basically out well, the league when you get retreaded yes. another two more times and don't have, um, don't have the result that was what was right. expected. They thought he was done. And I, I think he might have even thought he was done, you know, that I'm going to just be in the broadcast booth and make this easy money. But again, opportunity comes a knocking and he had an opportunity to get back there in the big seat with the phenomenal, uh, super or a couple of phenomenal superstars with, with, um, Damian Lillard and, um, and Giannis. And Giannis. And so, um, and a team that, that, that's really positioned and poised to make some. So, you know, this is the time that Doc's going to shit or get off the pot. You know, yeah. he, he, there's no more excuses. There's no more reasoning or justification to not get I it agree. done. The, the only thing that's left on Doc's resume is he needs to win another ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what he has proven is, is that doesn't matter what team, whether you talk about the Clippers, the, the 76ers, uh, obviously the Celtics, he's going to get a team to the playoffs. And what people are marginalizing is it's not easy to get to the playoffs. Right. That, that is, is not a, a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's okay. going to teams that have championship aspirations. Yeah, but they may not have the players that are executing. Because, look, at the end of the day, this is about – uh, you galvanizing men and motivating them and having them be singularly focused mm-hmm. on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. But you have to have the men in the room that are better than the guys in the other locker room. And, and that's where and the problem he is. He doesn't is, always have that. Well, with the Clippers and, and Philly, many people believe he, he did. And, and so I, I would have to say they did not. With which thing? I, I actually think that uh, the Philly teams 
that he had. Um, I mean, you talking about he had Harden, he had Embiid, he had Harden a, is a loser. I, I, uh, yeah, I, yep, 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 yep. You ain't got to go. Sorry, yeah, yeah, you're I'm right. Sorry. One hundred percent right. He's going to go right. down and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's no, a loser. This is a Clipper team that could go. You might have to eat the words at the end uh, of the uh, season. I, and you know what? And I and, and I would welcome. I would welcome James Harden to prove me wrong and have me eat all my words. Take a napkin right here. Uh, but but uh, as of <laughs> as of I, I think I've seen I don't know five or six playoff uh, well, at least scenarios at right least, now. Yeah, it, he wets the bed in the big every, moment every, every single, single time. time. So nah, and and at the end of the day, it's really he just did not have the stallions to take him to the promised land. And the one time he did with. Rondo, mm-hmm. KG, and mm-hmm. and and Rondo. everybody else, they won. All right. Speaking of Rondo, free Rondo, free free, <laughs> free Rondo. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so so at the end of the day, is is Doc the man for this job to take this team that has that made this trade to sit over here and put this together? And obviously, there are still a couple of things they need to do by the end of the trade deadline. But is this the man to take this team, um, not just deep into the playoffs, not just to the playoffs, deep into the playoffs? Yeah, but, they want to win a but ring, to, period. But at least, forget about winning the ring, at least getting them to the show. Can yes. he get them to the show? Yes. Look, let's not be silly. Okay, with all of the things that we just talked about with their defensive efficiencies, they're number two in the East. Right. And they just bounce back and forth between two and three, two and three, because. because no, they, they've been, no, 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 no. They've been hardcore too. Philly has been well, lacking. Okay, but Philly is good enough to. You uh, serve them at some point in time. At some point. It, mm-hmm. it, they're close, mm-hmm. is all I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So, look, yes, Doc is the guy. Doc is the person that is going to get their respect from the superstars. Mm-hmm. And if I'm an owner, I just want that. That's all you ask for. I, I just want because you guys to listen to the head coach. What you said was so um, pertinent to, to this situation. Unfortunately, Adrian Griffin didn't have the respect of the superstars on he that team. And so, yeah. Uh, and I think they at the end of the day is – like, hey, bro, you're an assistant coach over here trying to tell us what to do. But the challenge is, is they they sat into they did interviews as players. I've never heard of that. Players, they did like fourteen or something interviews with coaches. Yeah, and he was one of them, and they chose him. Yeah. So, so it and is then very they hated on him. They did a ding dong the witches did, uh, and then Giannis was like, I, I don't know what happened. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yes, you okay. do. Okay. Okay. So, so, so you know. Moving on to another perennial top-tier team, but let's jump over to the West Coast Conference. And we look at the Timberwolves huh. and that has a that have ensemble, in my opinion, a, 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 a interesting, but I think a good team. Like, it kind of fits. It kind of works. And that's yeah. why they've been number one seed since the, almost the beginning of the season, and they haven't lost it. There hasn't been a fallback by this team. But, but I am starting to see – Maybe I'm going a little bit too far, but kind of cracks in the armor. Um, and really the question I got for you is, is can they, um, withstand the pressure of the expectations of, of a championship? Yeah. Because kind of that's where you thrust yourself into when you go through, you know, 40% of, of the season and you've been the perennial number one seed uh-huh. in, in, in the, in the, uh, most talent filled conference in, in the league. 
Um, I'm, I'm seeing AE act a fool. I'm seeing him lashing out and, and speaking out, but not in a positive or a constructive sense. Yeah. He's angry about he, he, he's angry, Right. And all this stuff. And, and for me, because we never heard about this happening before, that traditionally means that the pressure is starting to get to him a little bit. And, and so my question for you is, is that do you think that this team, um, can rise above it all? And, and meet the expectations or, or is it like the old adage, pressure bust pipes and they're going to sure. fall victim to the pressure that they're well, under? Well, I think that that's, this is, that question is, is something that we can't answer until the playoffs. However, um, my, let's say my forecast or my prognostication for them is that they're going to fold, mm. uh, because I don't believe in Minnesota now. Mm. The thing is, you know, on paper and through the regular season, they they are boobopping most of the of the league, and they're doing it. But when the rubber meets the road, and when it's a seven game series, do you think that I, am I going to b- rely on the uh, success of Rudy Gobert? <laughs> and- <laughs> Or, you know, and, 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 and Edwards is obviously a, a talent. And listen, it's not that, that they're devoid of talent. Hey, let's not forget Tommy. about Cat. Let's not forget you yeah. over here just disrespecting Cat. And, and you know what? I've I always guess. disrespected Cat, but I'm, uh, I've grown a, a, a certain level of respect for him. Yeah. And during this season, but I will, uh, what I, what I do want to say, just to kind of differentiate a little bit from what you're saying and not to say that you're wrong in any, 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 in what you just said or what you just asserted, but if they run the gamut the whole year at number one. Yeah. They could, they, I, you they, know, because wetting the bed. Traditionally happens because the pressure is going to continue to mount, especially after All Star Week. Yeah, is going to really start being heavy on them. And if they're able to withstand that, they might sit over here and um and get comfortable with it by the yeah. time the playoffs come. You know what they remind me of is it's almost like a a big brother little brother like rivalry, right? So you know how or, or a father son rivalry. You know, we might go out in the backyard and we go play some pickup games. (laughs) And, you know, it's like, yeah, you're so determined to beat me. And, you know, and then you will go ahead and just put all your whole life on the line. You know, I'm going to die. I I, I remember the games in your front yard. In your front yard. Over the garage. Be careful. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, it's that, it's that kind of feel with, Minnesota. Right, right. I agree with you. They, yeah, they that's, a, that's a great way to 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 yeah. to, 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 to paint the picture. Yes, without a they, doubt. They 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 feel like the little brother. Mm-hmm. They feel like the angry little brother that's trying to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. And look, I I'm I'm number one in the West. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm that dude. And then it's like okay, because the the when the playoffs comes, it's like okay. But I've been waiting for them to take that step back. And they haven't. They have not. You know, and, and the that other team, Oklahoma surged. Correct. They've fallen back a little bit as a young team that it, it kind of is, has the same aura, or the same mentality or the same, um, um, overall 
viewpoint, you know, as like the little brother, like like yeah. they surge and then have fallen back, but we haven't seen them fall back. So, you know, I'm I'm just excited to see. I hope that they do. I'm a super uber uber. If y'all don't yes. sit over and check out the the IG, check out the IG. You're always gonna see something with Ant Man because he's always doing something spectacular. So, you know, I look and find you know, yes. uh, plays and, and, and just boost and just dunking on somebody to get him on there because he's such an exciting I, player. I will say this, though. In fairness to them, they have assembled a team that uh, I think that could do it. They have. The evidence is in the season. Mm-hmm. The thing is, are you going to be Denver? Are you going to be the team to usurp Jokic? And, and so, because when everybody gets laser focused in the playoffs, are you going to be the you, team? You know why I think they can't? And it's very rarely do you see teams that have a big three or a pseudo big three that are structured like they are, where they have two bigs that are a part of their big three with Cat yeah. and Gorbay. Yeah, Ru- Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert, Gobert. Yeah, see, you supposed to know French. Yeah, I know. I drink enough cognac. I should be fluent. Yeah, man, yeah. you're supposed to say "come see, come see." <laughs> Between those two, like the team is set up differently. You, you follow what I'm saying? And, and, and it's just a it's a unique setup. The team is unique, and then you have the young upstart, the the youngin, the young bull. And Anthony Edwards, that man sitting over it, coming through, yeah. trying to take people's heads and off. And I'm over here dealing with people that are ice fishing in the middle of the day. And damn it, I, they don't shit to do. Yeah. It's too cold to go to the yeah, club, yeah. so they gotta stay I, focused. Yeah, but they you know what I'm saying? That, that most teams are kind of, you know, you have a, a, a couple of guards and a big man. If you have a big three, or a guard forward and a big man, when they have two relative, they bigs, have two centers. And they happen to have a center that can that can stretch and Correct. become a yes. stretch. Forward. And then one is a committed defensive force. And the reason why that they're so formidable is because both of their two, uh, let's say, center forwards, forward centers, are seven feet tall, Correct. and they are shot blockers. Yeah. So it makes it damn near impossible to drive on them, and then. They can hit that, you on the offense. That's man. why I think this team is perfectly set up yes. to um, um, unseat. You know, the there's Denver another Nuggets. thing that I want to add to that slow mo. Slow mo is the UCLA mm-hmm. cat. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got a damn near seven. Well, he got long arms. He mm-hmm. got he's damn near a seven a seven feet wingspan mm-hmm. you know he's got a long super super right. new long arms mm-hmm. he's probably like six eight six nine mm-hmm. and he's really like a point forward, forward. but with, so, <laughs> i mean that's the crazy yeah so so and he is so much but not, not being as long and lanky in the legs to where he yes. can't move with them so i mean it's a very uniquely constructed team yes and they have kindly correct who's a, who's yes. a good traditional mm-hmm. point guard good traditional point and a workman yeah you know so I, I love how the team's set up i i can't wait till we're into may yeah late april may and really see where this team is because they're only going to gel more. They're only going to sit over here and, and figure this out is, how to this do is, it. This better. is a proven year for them. It's a proven year. It, right. you're, you're number one in the West. 
you, the, if you, let's say, ride it out, you, even if you play 500 ball the rest of the way, the, there's a likelihood that you're going to be number one, maybe number two. Seed. Not at 500, but, but, but I know what you're saying. Like they can, they, they, they can absorb some losses yeah. and still maintain their level. Correct. Uh, but, but you know, the West got them dogs and Denver is not laying and, and down. And the trade deadline has, has not occurred yet. Correct. Correct. So we don't know where these teams are going to be reconfigured. That's why I always like to talk about what is what does everything look post All Star yes. break because it, it will be a whole new um, yeah, landscape landscape out there in terms of what the who these teams are. Yes, you know to to finish off the season. But I will tell you, I am excited about that. But I I, I got to tell you about this. There, there's something else that you know, and this is like a. Um, I'm not proud to say I'm excited about this, and and most <laughs> folks aren't. Okay. Um, but 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 our man, our man from uh, from New Jersey. From, oh, oh no, not Brooklyn. New Jersey, no, yeah, 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 Brooklyn. I know, and I say the same thing. Yeah, I know. I, I always get mixed yeah, up with that. That's Brooklyn, old school. But yeah, Brooklyn. Let me show you that respect. Bring it down, Brooklyn. Okay, but, but but you know, I've I've been brutal. On this man, I've been oh, brutal on Ben Simmons I know, I know for the last two, three years in terms of the the fragility, the weakness, the the the, 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 the mental weaknesses. I yes. think is what his has been. He's been tagged with. Correct. Um, but I, you know, I, on the flip side is I'm so excited he's back. I think because um, I was such a huge fan when he was at LSU mm. that I expected so much of him in the NBA, and he has lived up to that. Um, but as hard as I've been on him. I'm just as excited about him being back, uh. playing, you know, um, getting past his injuries and getting out there and helping this team that has not wavered in terms of their support yeah. for him. And now he's out there and had a good first game back. He so, sure did. So, so, so what, what, what do you think about what does this season hold for Ben Simmons moving forward? Okay, you know what? Ben Simmons is always being sneaky good because, sneaky. look, he doesn't shoot, okay, <laughs> at all. But Unless he, it's a dunk or a layup. Yeah, but he's, but he's a 6'9". Guard, mm-hmm. point guard, mm-hmm. and he he's been trained in tutelage, tutelaged mm-hmm. in the the game of point guard. But he's six nine, mm-hmm. so that means that I can play this man at power forward, mm-hmm. and then in some scenarios, I could play him at center. And he has all of the gifts that could translate to him being Magic Johnson light. Mm-hmm. He will oh, never be. Light. He will never be, and not just light skin. This light, light. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't get confused. I am not comparing this man to Magic Johnson, but I've seen him play even when in his rookie year in the summer league. And look, he has crossovers. Mm-hmm. He can get into the hole. He can get in the paint anytime he feels like mm-hmm. it. He can rebound, mm-hmm. and he's got court vision. Mm-hmm. So the the Magic Johnson esque part of it is, is there. Is he has court vision? Here's what here's what he needs. This is a component that has been missing. That if he can just add this component to his game, he can actually live up to that moniker. That's just having fun. Yeah. Remember, that was Magic's deal when he was in the league. Is yeah. He just had fun playing. And he want, and Magic wanted to win 
at a level that I think that we've only seen in a handful of people. We're probably asking a little bit too much for the winning aspect. I just, I just okay. want, I just want the young man to have fun. Yeah, because enjoy that's what we're going to get the best job. out of. Enjoy the job. Don't worry about what people are saying. Don't sit over here and concern yourself with the scrutiny that is outside of your bubble. And just sit over here and say, I'm going to play and have fun. And it was so funny. When I saw him getting ready for the game, you could see the nervousness in him. You could really? See the, oh, see, God, and I didn't could, watch the game. So, yeah, okay. You could see the uneasy, uneasy. I had to see it. I had to see it. Was he going to fall completely on his face or was he going to sit over But he balled. But he balled and he played well. But again, that's still just one game. Yeah. And we have to see. You know, where is he going to be at 20 games from now? Will he even last to be out 20 games from yes, now before, that's the before he feels some kind of way and then comes up with another injury that's going to have him out for the rest of the you season? You know what? And I don't, uh, the, the one thing that I will always respect about athletes is, is that I don't know the severity of, let's say, injuries, right? So he, he's had a back issue for a while and, you know, a back issue took Larry Bird out the, out the, mm-hmm. uh, out of his career. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Larry Bird would have mm-hmm. probably had statistically some of the best numbers mm-hmm. in the world. It's just he, his back gave out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a back is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it affects what? all movement. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and Simmons has, has had a back injury, mm-hmm. but he's rehabbed. He's come back and he's that guy. So to the, the answer to the question from my perspective is, it just depends on how available he will be. That, that it depends on all of that. If he could just sit over here, and it, I would just love for him to make that commitment to himself that I'm going to be available. Yeah, for this team that, because yes. they stood by me. So I'm going to sit over here. And, and the reality is, is he doesn't. He's not the differentiating factor. I don't think. That's going to get them into the playoffs. He could get them into the plan. You know, what, I, you, I think he would be revered you, for that. Yes, you know what's really exciting because if you look at the personnel, when you talk about, uh, you know, was Cam Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Brooklyn actually has a really good team. They got Spencer a young. They, they're spry. Yeah, they, they can sit uh, over here and get active if they just all move in the same direction. If they could mess around and like slip into the eighth seed, mm-hmm. and let's say they play the Celtics, the Celtics do not want to face them at all. The Celtics, I think, would get through that, but it would be a hell. It wouldn't be it a would sweet. Be it would be a hell of a. It, it, would, it would be, be a hell of a series. It oh, would be a man. fun series that in the first be, round. Yeah. That would be like mm-hmm. uh, prime time television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooklyn versus the Celtics, mm-hmm. because I think if Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons in all his grandeur, mm-hmm. he could shock and awe. But what, what he has to do is he has to go to Ifa. And and you know many people don't know what Efe is, but he got to go shake that 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 Kardashian stink off of. <laughs> oh, the Kardashian! The Kardashian! Oh, listen, curse that stink that's on him. Well, listen, he got to shake it off. Whatever, Kim, I love you. <laughs> I love your pictures. So, like, staying in the Big Apple, you know, uh, the Knicks. Man, you want to talk about uh, this? Is why. You hear me talk about week over week about this trade deadline and how 
one little trade can make a world of difference in a team. Because we've seen New York flirting with being good yeah. and make one trade and bring in that one missing piece that they need, and now they some bad man pajamas. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, your boy, Julius Randle, dislocated his shoulder, going to yeah. be out for a little oh, bit. It's and we got to talk a little bit about what, the, the the prognostication, the forecast is going to be for him long term for this season because of, you know, he's a bull in a china shop. You know, what type of player he's going to be able to be after this injury. But but really the real question is, is one, they're on a seven game win streak. So they've been, yeah. they've continued winning um since he's been hurt. Yeah. But but really, can they keep that up? Yes, I think so. I think they have a, a, a new uh, or a renewed confidence in themselves and the organization and the team of what like they they kind of see it like oh shit we can be good and I think they see it they believe it and they're playing like it even with Julius being out but I wanted to hear your thoughts on that I know okay, that's your so, that's your other team so yeah no and I you know and I I actually really do like. The Knicks, especially when they got Ananobi, I think that that was a very, very smart decision. Mm-hmm. But let's not be confused. I'm going to ask you, what's the name of their point guard? Uh, Brunson? Bad boy. Bad boy. So, second Brunson, generation. Them second Brunson, generation kids is built different. <laughs> uh, Brunson is, he's a, he's a, let's say, a little guard. Mm hmm. But he is a monster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he can get into any space and he he is fearless. And the Dallas Mavericks are crying every single solitary day that they let him go. Mm-hmm. Even though that they they have oh man, what's what's our boy that the, the shooting guard that's playing with Luca right now? Oh, um Kyrie. Kyrie, mm-hmm. thank you. See, that was that was the Jefferson. <laughs> Let's pour you some more Jefferson. Yeah, give me some more Jefferson. <laughs> but look, look, even though they have that guy, they they miss that the the dynamicism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of Brunson. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is the Knicks right now. Mm-hmm. He is the straw that is stirring the drink. No matter what, I would agree. And now, when you have DiVincenzo, you have Ananobi, you mm-hmm. have Hart, you have Hartenstein. Mm-hmm. The, all of those guys are all basically like multi-componented uh, players, but they they're they're playing in a in a system to where they can be free because they have a coach that is defense first, but they're all like let's say athletes that can play above their height level right so they're they're dogs mm-hmm. in their own right mm-hmm. so it's not that they don't need julius Randle. they do they need they him. definitely do they definitely do but but, but it's a but t- it's a team where got some dogs to yeah. the occasion the, the rising to the occasion which all that does is it gives some players some experience to prepare for their postseason because this is a team that can get active Bing bang in the postseason. So, um, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I, I love what they're doing. I, I love that they, they put together a nucleus. They got some players that, and I think the trade with Toronto had less to do with the players not being good, but more to do with the players not having the necessary dog in them. Yeah. That this team wanted to 
um, be its culture. Yes. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, and, and, and look, when they got Ananobi, he, he's basically at the end of the day, he was just somebody who could consistently hit a shot mm-hmm. and they needed a small forward slash shooting guard who could consistently hit a shot and then also defend and, and also and defend. And, also and that's defend. what they didn't have with, yeah. uh, with my man from Duke. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, the, you know, w- w- who came back and had a hell of a game when he, when, you know, he came back at one of his best games of the season after the trade that Toronto played New York. Yeah. And, and came back. And, and I had high hopes for him coming from Duke. Yeah. And, me too. um, um, but he hasn't quite lived up to it. Um, because you, you, you look at him and then you look at, um, uh, what's my man from New Orleans that came from Duke too? That we always on. Oh, uh, you talking about uh, chicken and biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we obviously see they weren't that focused on the yeah, game, yeah. but you know, and so we see that. But Ananobi has brought a renewed focus. He wanted to get out of Toronto, just getting back into America, getting back into and seeing the opportunity of what it's like being in in a big market. Yeah, and um, and he's making the most of it. And so I. I you know, for the first time since probably Patrick Ewing and um, what's my light skin cat? They used to play with Patrick Ewing back at John Starks. Oh, since yeah. I I haven't felt this good about that team since yeah. then. So you know what? And I really got to give a lot of love to Hardenstein because Hardenstein, when I saw him with the Rockets, you love some hard. <laughs> you love I, some I, Hardenstein. You, I, you know, I, I, what I saw with him when he played with the Rockets, I saw uh, basically a potential for some uh, for a guy to be a triple double guy at center right and mm-hmm. it's it's very, true. it's, yeah. it's very similar mm-hmm. to like Sabonis he's Sabonis light he's not as good mm-hmm. he's not as let's say consistent as a Sabonis that plays for the Sacramento Kings but he has the same skill set mm-hmm. and so and he has a little bit more time. grit well it, i i don't i wouldn't say that he has or, more or ethic Actually, but, but he, like that, not grit, but ethic. He he, he fits with this team, yeah, and, and he and he loves the team. Like you can tell that when he's playing. Like yes, there's a I, there's I a agree. certain excitement. And like yeah, grit was the wrong word because he ain't you know grinder. No, no, no. That's that's not him. Um, but he brings all the other intangibles, and he leaves a grit for the brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for everybody else. And you know what? The only difference is is that Sabonis. Uh, Sabonis has a different level of confidence. Mm-hmm. So Sabonis goes into Break the home. game yeah. expecting yeah. to get a triple-double right. with 20 mm-hmm. points, and I mm-hmm. think that he defers. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a coach has to tell him, hey, bro, we want you to get 30, 10, and, and, and 7 assists. I don't, I don't know if quite he got that in him, but but I, the ability is there. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. I would agree. The I ability agree. is there. I would agree. So, so you know, um, we just talked about a team that's gone seven straight. You know? Yeah, and I don't care what you talk yeah, about. The, the New York, the, the league is so um, they love their happy hours right now. They're, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're they they perfectly like, do. But you know, going seven straight in the NBA at this point is not easy. There's so much talent out there, isn't it? Um, but on the flip side, losing seven straight. Ooh. When you have talent, when Ooh. you have good players, uh, should be just as difficult. And so, you know, the real question is that I got for you is, is, you know, 
is Miami broken? I know they have some injuries and so on and so forth, but losing seven straight, you know, but this is kind of what they do. But I want to hear your thoughts on Miami. You know, Miami is always the team that you you want to overlook because when you look at them and you look <laughs> at their personnel, you would be like, y'all shouldn't win. Mm-hmm. And there there are moments when they don't. But they are the perpetual AFC <laughs> that, that goes to the finals. That's right. That goes to the finals. That's going to ruin a couple of teams in uh, seasons. Yeah. They, are the, they are the fly in the ointment. They are the one that be like, hey, guess what, fellas? Yeah. I know that you, you – great season for you. Mm-hmm. Clap, clap. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're going home. <laughs> hey, we're advancing. Right. <laughs> we're advancing to the conference finals and the finals mm-hmm. because Jimmy Buckets plays for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily concerned about the regular right. season. Uh, and Tyler Hero is the same way. But you know why? Because you don't win championships in the regular season. You yeah. only win them in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> so as much Tyler as, Hero, as, sorry, much he's, as he's it's, 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 let's say, problematic, Mm-hmm. That that they are falling, but they're still the seventh seed. But my thought process is, is you can only, in my opinion, play that game for so long because the players get older each and every single year. Uh-huh. So if you play that game from three years ago, from the bubble time, well, the player, all the players, that nucleus of that team was three years younger. Yeah. Four years younger back then. You understand what I'm saying? And so when you want to continuously keep that cycle going of we're going to underachieve to um, keep within our strength and and, and our our powers and just kind of explode on people, well, that explosion becomes dampened. Um, though, those, those skill sets that you're kind of hiding to the playoffs become, uh, duller. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. like you, the team, I think they're, they need to transition into, we're not going to be that team anymore. We're going to be a team that's going to sharpen, 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 sharpen. So we can be ready for the playoffs simply because we're older. Yes. Look, they, they've had a couple injuries. Um, uh, wh- wh- um, um Jacquez, Jacquez. Jacquez. Jaquez got did, hurt. Did you try to do the Spanish with Jaquez? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, 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 did. The J with the H? Okay. Did you see my fancy? Uh, I saw a whole okay. like, what? Jaquez. I know. We in America, Jaquez. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, look. Forgilla. <laughs> Tortilla chips. Right, anyway, exactly. My point Are you is. you Cuban? <laughs> <laughs> my point. Oh, that made me laugh. But anyway. The point is, is that, you know what? Uh, they've had a couple of like key injuries. Mm-hmm. So the thing that you always, that I think any basketball player or any basketball watcher knows is that Miami is not as concerned about, and maybe they should be, but it's just not what they traditionally have done. They're not as concerned about standings. Right. They They're just not. feel like I just need to get into the dance. Mm-hmm. And if I get into the dance, we got action. And can you beat me four times in a row? I think not. Correct. Yeah. I don't care where we play. We can play on the moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not about to beat me. And that's the mentality mm-hmm. of the heat. Mm-hmm. So it's like you see that. They're they're more like more concerned about, oh, okay, well, let me make sure you got an owie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh 
San Antonio was San Antonio was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Popovich just said, oh, "Okay, well, he we invented the game. He He's got the rest. He invented rest. And and maybe we will get players hard this game, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But they have a formula that they know that they can execute at the highest level, and everybody should be afraid of them because I wouldn't want to play Miami in the first round. No, Hell yeah, that, no. that's the only team I don't want to play in the first Hell round. No, right. mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, I just think that, you know, you can only do the same thing in a league that's constantly evolving. The players in it are constantly evolving. Yeah. What works and what doesn't work is constantly evolving. You can only play the, the, the same role. Uh, for a little bit of a time before it comes back and bites you in the ass. Yeah. And, w- and what my concern is for this year and moving forward is what has worked for them in the last three to four years will come back to bite them in the ass. And, you know what? If there is a year to where it could bite them in the ass, it would be, it would this, be this year. Right, right. Um, you know, the NBA – it's so much different than the NBA that that we grew up in. And we kind of saw – we saw a player or two do special things. We've seen Jordan, yeah. you know, having a 63-point game in the playoffs or, you know, uh, a Larry Bird exploding. But it's a much more team-centric game. And the game has evolved into um, – Mega stars doing mega things in games. Yeah. And, and what we've seen, and it's so funny, just since our last show, we saw like three people pop off with a 60 plus point game. Yeah. And with Lucas sitting over here getting what, 73? Yeah, he got 73. He did. What are your thoughts about these offensive explosions that are having, happening in the NBA? Um, and what do you think it's conducive of? Are the players have just gotten that great, or do you think it's because defense has um, not been an emphasis? I a thousand uh, percent think that defense has not been an emphasis. The the most disappointing thing about the league, even though let's say it's more entertaining to watch visually. You want to see the guys that you, the, the stars that you love. You want to skip, see them score 30 and 40. But, but what a part of what I think the NBA is missing is what made Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird so prolific mm-hmm. was they had to go through a meat grinder of defenses that were geared to stop them. And they, and a Kobe Bryant, they 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 surpassed it with the meat grinder. Mm-hmm. So the thing that is disappointing about the league now is they let everybody score. Everybody. It, it, there, there's no such thing as block out. There's no such thing as it's, box it's, out. It's not. It's not just the Jordans or the Magics or I mean, Magic was never like like that. But not the Jordans or the Larry Bird. But, but it's not the, the, the Magic great, 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 when he great, wanted to. Right. But it's not the great greats that are getting or like the Kobe's, the Jordans, the Kobe's that are getting yeah. into those 60, 70, 80. It's like it's like man, yeah. It's like the the, the, the homie. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, it went for 60. There, there, there's too much of an Olay fest yeah. to the rim. Yes, yeah. They're, to they're, the rim. Nobody is getting put on their asses. Yes. And it, sitting over having a question on, do I go back up yes, in there? I, yeah. I, I think that because both of us played high school basketball, and we watched basketball played at the highest level. And, and to a certain degree, I would have to say, I'll give you credit, not me, but, but I'll give you credit. You played high school basketball at the highest level because when you played basketball, uh, your team, they, they were like number, they were like number one or two or three in the, in the in country, the country mm-hmm. in the country, mm-hmm. right? Westchester was it. Mm-hmm. So there was like an expectation mm-hmm. of, this is a hard road to hoe. You, mm-hmm. you, you, they used to teach us mm-hmm. about boxing out and swim moves <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's like AAU and, and Lee, man. And now I, 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 whether I'm watching the NBA or I'm watching high school basketball, mm-hmm. I, I literally see these guys are trying so hard to be stretch fours mm-hmm. that they're not doing the basic fundamental things. That will win a game, and it's like hey, disappointing. I, I see it all the time. My son play playing high school ball now, and uh, he plays JV. But we always stay and watch the varsity game, and um, the varsity team is immensely talented. But they lose games because of that that same fact that you said. Fundamentals. The fundamentals aren't there anymore. And when the fundamentals aren't there, it's not that the fundamentals aren't there necessarily for offense, which they aren't, but they've found other creative ways to sit over here and still be productive on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. What we're seeing is, is from defensively and in the in the rebound department, yeah. that gray area in the game, um, Things that we used to work on 15, 20 minutes of practice or every other practice is just completely not worked on. And, and it's very disappointing because and now you see that also translating into the the the, the highest league in the world. So I, I what I'm seeing too much of is guys not closing out, not closing guys out hard. Yes, mm-hmm. giving up, giving up on, on a Hard. play when a cat passes by and they don't hustle to get back to try to you, stop it. And, and, and I think from a fan's perspective, you can pay millions of dollars. We're just pundits talking smack, mm-hmm. but you get paid millions of dollars to do this one thing. Why don't you run aggressively out and make sure that you make that person feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Why don't you box out? Why don't you make sure that if Luca says, I want to go in here and do this Euro step, that he's going to get uh, he, a, a, a two-piece and a, and a biscuit. He ain't got one two-piece or biscuit since he's been in the league. Right. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, somebody needs to say, guess what, bruh? Not today. It's not going to happen. Hey, and they're not doing that. Shout out to Boosie Badass that sit over and got that Luca jersey after he scored, what, 73? Mm-hmm. Man, Lucas sitting over here doing the deal. But it was like there were 460 plus, if I'm not mistaken, I might be off a little bit off on that in terms of within the last week. And probably I am. But I, I just saw something online where it was like four individuals that had 60 to 70 points. And it's like. That's insane to me. That's insane. 
That's insane. That means that, that means uh, people ain't going nobody. People right. are so here. Have a nice day. Have a nice day, and then I'm gonna pat you on the back, and then we pat, hug him, pat him straight on the booty, and then after the game, hug him and give and him a hug. And then talk about can I have we your hugging? jersey? Oh my god! Listen, I, I I'm not. I don't come from that creed. No. Okay, look. Look, you, if you wear a different jersey, you my enemy. Now, that, now I might have came up with you and, you know, we, we friends and everything. Mm-hmm. And I might give you a head nod or whatever thing. Mm-hmm. But, bro, we, we ain't doing all this hugging stuff. Yeah. There's too much, like, love fest going around. Yeah. There needs to be, like, we drawing lines. Not, is, just, is, not just in basketball. This is versus but, it's Lakers, not, but that's how you, know, how you know it's generational. It's not just in basketball. In football. I see sitting over here, yeah, jersey exchanges in every game. Instead of somebody sitting over here, like Aaron Donald, trying to take a fade at yeah. the end of the game. Like, what part of the game is we friends? Right. We be friends in the offseason. But during the season, we got beef. We got beef. And I'm just like, I will make up. This is one of the things that I love about <laughs> Jordan and, and Shaq and people like that, is they will make up reasons to not like you. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is, is that they have that edge. Yeah. If, they have that chip. Yeah. If you're not, a, let's say, playing, if you're not on my team, mm-hmm. you're the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I destroy all enemies like a tournament, mm-hmm. Terminator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a mentality that comes with competition. Mm-hmm. And if I want to truly be the best and what I think that these players are missing in general, if I truly want to be the best, then I have to destroy all comers. That's called malice. And what they're missing is malice. Mm. And I came from a business where he said, the lack of malice leads to skinny kids. <laughs> okay. So if that you don't have that, that in you, yeah. then guess what? You ain't going to get yeah. paid. Yeah. And it's a lack of malice because everybody now in the NBA gets paid yeah uh but but, but let's go yeah on. They're, they're they're on the fat of the land <laughs> they're on the I fat of the land i get it but but let's go sit over here and nip this in the booty because speaking of luca who had a phenomenal game and oh it oh, looks yeah. great and i've seen luca and you know i would i'm i'm not a long-term convert i'm a short-term convert in terms of appreciating and respecting yeah and i like luca yeah, I didn't. I didn't, know, I didn't like him a couple of years ago. You know what? You I, like know, I said. Now. I said low key. He's like my favorite player. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said low key. That, that's but a little said, offensive, but okay. Yeah, I, I, I get but, it though because he's he, a monster. Yeah, he. Is. What he is is he's a monster. But you know, every blue moon, some cats like yourself get behind your skis and go too far, and so Jay Kidd. And for those of you who don't know who Jay Kidd is, it's Jason Kidd, who used to be a point guard in the NBA. Hall of Famer. Um, I can remember when I was a young person, and, and Jay Kidd's a few years older than me, and them talking about how he was the greatest person since sliced bread, and he was like the next magic. And ended up kind of cut being that. You know, had a great NBA career. Right. Loki became a phenomenal coach. Uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, so on and so forth. But he had the audacity to purse his lips and say that um, Luca is in the same realm as Michael Michael Jordan. You told me that earlier. And that so, was offensive to me. Ooh. Because, one, not that, he, that the talent's not there, but Michael Jordan wasn't just talent. Michael Jordan was grit. Michael Jordan was um, urgency. Michael Jordan was desire. 
Mark, yeah. I mean, I, I think Jay Kidd needs to go look at the last dance and, and, and get a, a, a review on who Michael Jordan was. And I just don't see those attributes, those characteristics in Luca. So, you know, I know how you can go out on a limb. Mm. Uh, do you put Luca in, in that same category with, with MJ or, or was Jay Kidd's, you know, uh, tripping? Uh, no, I do not. But I think I understand why he said that because okay. it, because Luca in this, we just got talking about, finished talking about defenses, right? So what Luca is doing is Luca is essentially dominating the league. Similar to what I would say, I think, uh, Jokic is dominating or the has league. dominated the league. Yes. Mm-hmm. From his position, I think Luca is dominating the league. Is Luca your MVP? Uh, no, I, I, I won't say that right now. So he's playing well. Nominate, mm-hmm. nominating is a, well, it here, should be left for the league MVP. I, I the thing is, I, MVP I, I think, I gets think, busy. Yes. I think, I think the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that the Dallas Mavericks are constructed to be competitive, but they I don't see them winning in a seven game series. However Even even with Kyrie? But it's not about the guards. Yeah, right. It's, it's not big, about the guards. It's, right. it's, it's, it's the big the, or the lack thereof. Yeah. A big man. Hardaway that, is that, good. Hardaway is good. Uh, obviously we know mm-hmm. they they have uh Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when you win a seven game series, I gotta get the ball. I gotta, I got to score when it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about relying upon a guard to give you the absolute, we have to score right now, right now, right now, and you're you're relying upon that guy, you're gonna lose. That's just right. The reality. A, yeah, in in the playoffs, right down, take a picture. Right yeah. down, take a picture, especially in the West. Especially in the West. Mm-hmm. So what what it is is, uh, Jokic is is low key. It's it is between. It is a you Joel. Still, you still think Denver got action? I don't think Denver got action. I think they was a one trick pony. No, that that's interesting. I think that the problem that people are going to face with Denver is that they have no weakness. So, but they also have no greatness outside of one individual, outside of no, outside of Jokic, and that's why Minnesota. Well, it's like that kryptonite. The only thing that I can tell you is that we'll see because I could be wrong, but I just and we gotta see how all this shit shakes out. But Ghost, yes, all star, and, and I realize that I'm getting off track. You do, so uh, I do. The Jefferson, Jefferson, that bourbon twist is a little bit different. The Michael Jordan comparison is, I think it's a slap aggressive. in the face. I think it's a slap in the face for anybody of our generation that JK comes from that 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 lived through that. Yes, like. like Luca ain't MJ. No, because see, the thing he's skilled, he's great, I, and all that. I think, but that he people, ain't MJ. I think that people don't realize in that whether or not you watch highlights, whether you not, 
whether or not you watch Come Fly With Me, the 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 documentary on Michael Jordan. Come fly with me. What you what you realize? What you? Yeah, I I went there. Oh, I went there. Jesus Christ! Come fly with me. (laughs) The thing that people don't understand is is that Michael Jordan had. A maniacal yes. obsession. Phenomenal, phenomenal word choice. He, yes. It, it was, it was, you will never beat me from my cold, dead hand. And will I Luca, allow you and to? Luca don't have that. And I don't think Luca has that. So J Kid with that disrespectful commentary, but it, calm down. Calm down. Yeah, take a couple steps back. yourself because that's not a, real. There was a maniacal mm-hmm. thing about Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. The only other individual that I've seen, and and it could be argued that there was two. Sure. Don't disrespect. Don't Larry disrespect. Bird and Mike. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was Kobe. No. And LeBron. No, no. I would say Kobe, if I'm going to say four, Kobe, oh, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe had it. Yeah, Kobe had without it. a doubt. Kobe had it. To a certain degree, Shaq had it too. Yes, but, I would agree with that too. I was uh, going to say that. Yeah, I agree. Shaq had it too, mm-hmm. but there, there, there's a certain attitude about this, these. And I can't hate that lot. The, the Larry didn't have it. I mean, I agree with you. Larry had it. Larry, but, Larry but, had but it. Don't act like LeBron don't. No, no, LeBron. You don't get there as many times as he's gotten there no. by not having. No, but what I would say about LeBron is LeBron is the, the difference between LeBron is LeBron it wants to wants to make friends. LeBron is like, oh, okay, until we we can, we How, can, can I, you be I, a nice can, killer? Huh? Can you be a can you be a nice Hell um, no? Hell no. You're either a killer or you're not. Well, well, well LeBron is going to sit over and say, I'm going to straddle the line. I'm going to be a nice yeah, guy. I know. <laughs> Till I'm not. Till I'm not. Till I'm not. Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, do, do I think that, that, that LeBron has that DNA in him? Absolutely. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. A thousand percent. LeBron will rise to the equation. Ecasian. That was an equation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jefferson. Jefferson. But the the when you talk about I don't care, you're not beating me today, that kind of mentality, Kobe had that. Michael Jordan had that. Magic Johnson had that. You know who don't have that? Larry Bird had that. You know who don't have that? Who? Luca. Yeah. Hey, so with that being said. We're uh, gonna sit over here and clap. Now these. Look, at, look at you closing it on that. Jefferson and Claude. <laughs> Salute. On the move. <laughs> yeah, on the move. But hey, we appreciate y'all. It was a great episode. We can't wait to see you next week. Next week we have a great episode. It's all about the trade deadline. We're gonna just do talk about, oh, man, about I can't trades. Wait. I'm so glad about that. Get it together. That sets us up for the end of the season and sets us up for who are going to be the real ones and who are going to be the pretenders. So fire it up for next week. I'll see y'all soon. ATB Media Network. ATB! Believe it! Please believe it!